Hey, this is the Thrive Church Podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. Hey, we are in a series right now called Fresh from the Garden. Fresh from the Garden. The first week we talked about how a seed, a seed, as small as a seed is, it has potential, it has a purpose, and it has a promise. Then last week we talked about how time, time, it is for you, it is not against you. Actually, time is a gift created by God for you. Hey, if you miss those, I want to encourage you. Go back, listen to them. I know that they will bless you. You can listen to them on YouTube or on to our podcast. Encourage you to do that. But now today, today, we are talking about this right here. Heat, hail, and rabbits. Heat, hail, and rabbits. Now, in gardening, those are three words that when I hear, I don't like. Why? Because those three things will destroy or nibble-nibble away the growth that is being produced in my garden. That those three things will, a- will actually either, like we've experienced it this year, when the heat wave, our Calgary version of a heat wave came, my plants started to go bleh, right? Or then you had where uh, hail, we got some serious hail this year and pelted, pelted, pelted. And then as well, when my gate is left open in my backyard, a rabbit looks up and like, oh, you leave this open? And he goes in and he just goes, oh, I'm just going to nibble, nibble at this. I'm just going to nibble, nibble. And I'm pretty sure he was looking for eye contact with me like, you left this gate open. But those three things will eat and destroy the growth. And now why am I telling you this? Am I telling you this because of group therapy? Uh, No, I don't think so. I think there are actually heat, hail, and rabbits in our lives that will destroy or try to destroy at least or nibble nibble away the growth that God is producing in your life. Because I know this, when you plant your life in God and his kingdom, like Psalms 92 says, you will flourish and thrive. When you sow seed that you know that God is not mocked, whatever a man sows, he will reap. There will be growth as you give, like what we talked about last week, as we give God time that know what he will cause growth because growth happens in time. There will be growth that happens, but yet where there is growth, oftentimes there is heat, there is hail and there are rabbits in life. Heat, hail, and rabbits in life. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, do you know someone who maybe they've been a Christian for years, years, like they're a great person, like they're, they love Jesus, they're, they're really good, uh, but there's like at the same place they were five years ago, 10 years ago, in terms of their faith, in terms of they're still talking about that same issue that they were talking about 15 years ago. They haven't moved off of it. Why is that? Why are some people, they grow and then other people, it's like they took it too seriously when they read in their high school yearbook, hey man, never change. Why is it? 
Well, it's not because God doesn't love them any less. It's not that they have let God has less grace for them. It's not that God has less empowerment for them. Well, why is it? I think it's actually because of that. There are those three things, heat or hail or rabbits that are in their lives that nibble, 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 all those rabbits. Apparently you can see that there is some underlying anger issues with rabbits with me, but that's another, another case or heat of life or hail. So it's, if we just leave it alone, what will happen is that any growth that God is trying to produce in you will, will either get wilted by the heat It'll get pelted by the hail of life or get nibble nibbled away by those rabbits of life. So what do we do? We don't need to just stand there and let it case sarah, sarah, will be, will be. We can actually do something for, uh, against the heat of life, the hail of life, or those rabbits in life so that you won't just survive when adversity comes, but that you will actually thrive uh, in the midst of it. Now, heat. Heat is part of a, a growing scene, season if you're a gardener. Like if, 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 if it's minus 25 outside, I ain't gardening, right? As much as I may want to, I'm not. Why? Because you actually need heat to garden. Now, heat, just real hot, without water, is actually deadly to growth. Right? Look at heat with no water. What will you have? The desert, right? But actually, when there's heat alone, it can be deadly to growth. But when, with water, heat causes growth. Now, what is heat in life? Heat in life, I really see it as Fresh, like just daily, ordinary pressures and challenges of life. Just as heat is part of a growing season, there are pressures and challenges as part of your life. Pressures in family, like you trying to balance out being a good parent, being a good spouse, uh, like providing, you know, relationships or pressures from work or job financial pressures, or maybe even like a loss, like dealing with a loss of a, of a loved one, or a, maybe right now a loss of a job. Heat, it's just part of life. Jesus even said in John sixteen thirty three, and everything I've taught you is so that the, the peace which is in me will be in you and I will give you great confidence as you rest in me. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience troubles and sorrows, but be of good courage because I have over, I have conquered. I got two translations memorized in my head. I have, for I have conquered the world. Jesus even said, in this life, there's going to be heat. There's going to be pressures. There's going to be challenges, sorrows. When, you're, when you become a Christian, you don't get bubble wrapped. There are challenges. But you can actually be of good cheer or have, be courageous because why? Because he has overcome the world. Because he's overcome the world. So that when the heat of life, the pressures of life want to wilt you, wilt the things of God in your life and, 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 and like just take that moisture out, take the vibrancy out, that you can actually not just be like, it is what it is. I'm just going to wilt there. Well, you can. But instead, you can actually go to Jesus. 
that you can actually receive times of refreshing from his spirit. In John 7, 37, it says this. It says, now on the last day of the great day of feast, Jesus stood out and cried out saying, if anyone is thirsty, have you ever felt that the heat of life makes you thirsty? Let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures say, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the spirit whom those who believe in him were to receive. For the spirit was not yet given because Jesus had not yet been glorified. You know, the way we deal with heat, with pressures of life is not just on our own. It's actually going to Jesus where we will get refreshing, where we, where we will get the true water, where it will refresh our soul, refresh our spirit, times of refreshing that come to him, that come from him and his spirit. Now, what does that practically look like? That practically looks like, man, making time to get into his word, allowing the word of God to wash over you, spending time with him, singing songs, worshiping God, singing to him, putting on worship music. Part of it's right now. You're on, you're a part of a church body being encouraged, doing what Hebrews talks about, about assembling together. We're assembling online, digital high five, but the times are refreshing. Even thrive lives. It's times of gathering around his word, hearing what God says. It brings refreshment uh, to the soul. It brings refreshment and builds your, your faith up. David, over and over, he talks about how he would worship God. In Psalm 63, it even talks about how he was in this place where he felt he was thirsty. He was dry. But he says, but you, God, will satisfy me. You, God, will quench me. It's when we seek him, we will find him. When we are thirsty, when we go to him, we will actually get refreshment. It's like my garden. When the, when the heat was there, you know what I did is I asked my friends because I was away out of town. I said, hey, could you water my garden? And when it was as hot as it was, it wasn't just like, hey, um, do you mind watering my garden once this week? It was, can you water my garden today, tomorrow, the day after, and the day after? Maybe there's, listen, we, we, at one time water isn't enough. It's going to him, being with him daily that you will be refreshed and full, where you will have times of refreshing that come from him. And that heat, just as heat is actually used to grow right now, my zucchini, zucchini in the garden are growing. All what I'm thinking about is zucchini muffins. But know what? I, the reason why they're growing is because they need heat to grow. God will actually use the pressure and heat to build character, to build your faith. That's what Hebrew, uh, Romans 5, uh, 3 to 5 talks about is that it, God will actually use that to build and produce in you. Now, the second thing that can come in life is hail. In Calgary, all my insurance peeps that who work for insurance, I know you're like, don't say that word. I know. But hey, hail in Calgary, did you know we're actually positioned perfectly for hail? Because we are at a high elevation at the feet of God's country in the Rocky Mountains. We're actually positioned perfectly for hail. 
because we get uh, the wind from the mountains, we get the cold air from the north, we get uh, the humidity from the south, and what does that create? That creates hail. So we get hail because of our position. There are things that come into your life and against you because of your position. Now, where are you positioned? You are positioned with Christ. That is your position. You are positioned in Christ. Ephesians 2, 6 says this, For he has raised us from the dead uh, along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. That we are seated with Christ. And where is he seated? He's seated at the right hand of the Father. So our position is we are in Christ and we are at the right hand of the Father with Jesus, spiritually speaking. So right now, that's where you are. You are a son and daughter of God. And because of that, you are positioned. You are positioned right where there is a spiritual battle actually happening. And so uh, Ephesians 6, it talks about how, hey, you're not battling against flesh and blood. You're not battling against your wife. You're not battling against your husband. You're not battling against your boss or that person who cut you off. You're actually battling against um, the enemy, the evil one, the Bible says, that that's actually where your, your war is. And because you're positioned in Christ, you're actually positioned to get some hail, to get some attacks because of where you are positioned. The Bible even says, be sober, spirit, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking uh, someone to devour. Now, when you read this, don't be quaking in your, in your shoes thinking, oh my goodness, the devil, the devil, the devil. Uh-uh-uh. The devil is a defeated foe. Jesus dealt with it and he's defeated now. All authority has been given unto us. We, we now have authority in Christ. So it's not that we have to be afraid at all. But our adversary, because of where we're positioned, because now you're in Christ, which means that you will make an impact for his kingdom, will bring things against you because of where you are, where you're positioned, and because of the growth that's happening in your life, to try and take it away, try and pelt that growth from you. Now, he can't do it by ripping it out because he doesn't have authority. So how he does it is by trying to distract you and discourage you. Distract you and discourage you so that you um, say, okay, I'm going to just give up. Or no, maybe I need to take, take what I'm rooted and move it somewhere else. You know, that's what happens with, he brings worry of like, what if this doesn't happen? Fear or questioning. What, what did God say? Did he really say it? Or even FOMO, FOMO, fear of missing out, right? Of like, he says, oh, he did this with Adam and Eve. Seriously. He said, if you just eat this fruit, you will be like God. You're missing out. You're missing out on something. Yet they were actually thriving where they were. They had authority, but yet they ate the apple because they thought, I'm missing out. Same trick, just he just, you know, did. sometimes now he's doing the 2020 version. Maybe he's just doing the 2019. He might be a year behind. I don't know. But he just tries to distract you from who you are in Christ tries to get you from not resting in him. And, and by doing that, take away the growth that God has is doing in your life. And the other one is discouragement. 
of like, okay, hey, are you sure? Like, is this taking too long? Um, you know what? Maybe you should just go over here and do this. And, and what do you do for this? Can I just say, don't give up. Don't give in. You can actually stand firm in faith, putting on the, the armor of God. In Ephesians, it talks about uh, that, you know, we put on our armor of God. And I think we can do what Jesus did. When he was in the desert, Satan came to him and he tempted him. And, and he tempted him and tried to distract him from his purpose, his destiny, what, what he was, the whole reason why he came to this earth. But know what Jesus did? As he said, it is written, it is written, it is written. He quoted scripture right back, say, ah, uh, this is what God says. When hail comes, you can use the sword of the spirit you can, you can actually do what Jesus says and quote scripture. Uh, uh, uh. No, this is what God says about this. This is what God says about this. Because the best, de best defense is a good offense. So you can actually say, uh, uh, this is what God says. This is what God says. And not allow distraction or discouragement to uproot you or for you to, to look somewhere else. Now, the other thing that in my garden is rabbits, rabbits, man, those guys, they look at me honestly and they're like, hey, is your gate open? Did you forget to close it? Right. And they, they will go in and they don't take like, they don't pull it up by the roots. No, they just do like little nibble. I'm sorry if you heard that and those are weird, but a little nibble. Just a little nibble, a little nibble, and just slow little bites away from that growth, right? I'm not feeding, I'm not trying to feed the rabbits, but yet they just nibble, nibble, nibble. In life, the rabbits in life are really, I think, habits. Not to rhyme, but I'm gonna. Rabbits are habits. There are destructive habits that we can have in our life that actually... They don't rip things up by the root necessarily, but they just nibble away at that growth that's coming, nibble. Growth coming, nibble. Why, why is it sometimes that we can't get by a certain, like we seem to hit a wall? I think sometimes it's because of habits that eat the growth that God's doing. And that, that habit has produced a ceiling or a little rabbit in your life. You know, how, what, what could that practically be? That could be, um, you know, habits that steal time from you, that God has created. This is the day that God has made. I will rejoice and spend all day on social media and YouTube, right? Like, I think sometimes there are things in our life, I, I'm totally guilty, that can suck our time away. That you're like, you're just sitting there and somehow you just realize I'm scrolling. Why am I doing a habit? Right? Or maybe uh, God is, is like working on you, trying to produce peace in your life, a fruit of the spirit, peace. But know what like eats that fruit, nibbles at that fruit is, is the first thing in the morning. Maybe you get your phone and you check the news and you, sp and maybe it's that there's more time spent in news than there is in the word. And so that creates like that fear, that uneasiness in you or even procrastination of like, I'll do it later. 
I'll do it later. Or I'll act on what God said later. You know, I'll spend time with him later, like tomorrow. I, I, not today because like I'm tired. I, do, I just want to sleep in a little bit. Hit the snooze button. I'll do it later. Or I'll follow up with that person later. But why do I not get any contracts? Well, I, later, right? I think procrastination can steal what God is trying to do right now. Steal because procrastination, it's always in the future, but right now God is doing a new thing. Right now he's got something for you. God is up to something good right now. Faith is now. Faith is right now. I, is, uh, even another practical one is like, and this one's for me of like not getting enough sleep, like just a practical one. Why am I so tired dragging through the day? I just need to get more sleep. Go to bed earlier, Josiah. You don't need to be like, like go to bed. Habits. They can, they can really be rabbits in our life that can not. Oftentimes it's, it's not something massive, but just a little cute little rabbit that just eats and nibbles and nibbles and creates like a wall in our life. Like in the song, song of songs, song of Solomon, it really talks about how that the little foxes, they spoil the vine. They spoil the vineyard. And oftentimes it's those little things that will just nibble, nibble, nibble. You know, I believe that we can actually guard our heart and guard our life. That, uh, that in Proverbs 14, 12, it says, there's a path that, uh, before each person that seems right, but it leads to death. I think we can, instead of just assuming everything, we should ask God, God, what are those rabbits? What are those habits in my life that are nibbling away at what you're trying to do? Nibbling away at the growth that you have for me. And that we would actually do what Psalm, or Proverbs 4.23 says is, is guard our heart because out of it flows the issues of life. Guard what we allow into our heart. Close the gate and not just allow anything in, but instead allow those things that will build you up. Allow those things that will, that will actually propel you to what God has for you and that upward call that God has. At some point or another in life, you're going to experience heat, hail, or rabbits. However, they don't have to stop you from continuing to grow. They don't have to hinder you from growing. You can actually grow in the midst of opposition, in the midst of challenges. I want to encourage you with this. Don't give up. Don't give in just because there's some heat of life or there's some hail or because there's some rabbits. Because heat, it's part of the growing season. And God will use that heat to produce and grow in you. Hail, hey, it's because of where you're positioned. You're positioned in Christ. You are co-heirs with Christ. You are part of God's family. So you got an adversary, but he's defeated already. He knows that. You need to know that. And rabbits, because like there's, there's things that God is producing in your life that are worth eating from habits, but you can get rid of that so you can keep producing and growing. 
In all these things, Romans 8, 37 says, but in all these things, we are overwhelmingly conquerors through him who loves us. You are more than a conqueror because of Christ. As you plant your life in him, you will flourish. You will thrive as Psalms 92 it's one of my favorite scriptures. Psalms 92, 12. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. You are righteous today. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Hey, in the heat, the hail, and the rabbits of life, if you just stay planted in him, you will thrive. You will flourish. Thank you for listening to Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, thrivecalgary.ca. See you next time.